everyone, and I'm your host, Dylan Austin. And I'm your co-host, Cody Duman. Welcome to the slightly informative and largely hilarious podcast, There, I Said It. Music time. Music time. All right, Cody. How was your week? Did, you, did how how was that week of yours? Uh, I don't know. It was pretty pretty much the same as it always is, I guess. Okay. Nothing right. nothing too special. Tell me tell me a wonderful story about uh, tell me. Hmm. I need it. Well, I uh, kind of went back into my deep reaches of my mind to find a a a very riveting and entertaining story for for you and all of our listeners. Perfect. So back about a year ago, last summer, I was mm-hmm. rolling out of work. Um, at the time, I was a cashier at a Kroger. And uh, I was starving. It was midnight when I got out. The store had just closed. Um, and I hadn't ate all day like a like a stupid boy. Um, so I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to McDonald's. It just sounded Ooh. good. Actually, no, it was Burger King. I really wanted some onion rings or something. Yeah, it was onion rings. So, anyways, I, I, the way, the way my town is set up, we just have one main drag, and like that's our whole town, just one main, yeah. like four lane road. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, when uh, I was heading north on that road, and the Burger King is on, would be on my left side, right? So I pull into Burger King, and they close at midnight. So I was like, well, crap, I can't get my onion rings now. So. Bummer. Yeah, I had to Gotta get them uh, rings. Yeah, and I was gonna get that, you know, chicken sandwich with the super pickles and all that, but whatever. Oh yes, yes, yes. Got a throwback. Yeah. Um. So I was like, well, crap. Okay. Well, the way that that Burger King is set up, it's on the corner of um, two intersecting roads, and in order to exit that Burger King, you have to come out on the secondary road and then hit back to the main road, right? Screw that. Yeah. So it was midnight. Town was dead, surprisingly enough, for a college town. So I was like, you know what? Forget this. I'm tired. I'm hungry. McDonald's is literally just down the road. So I pulled out of the entrance. And I was like, all right, that was slick. And McDonald's is literally on the same side of the road, just down the street, not even a quarter mile, right? Mm -hmm. Well, as I pulled out of the entrance, I see flashing lights behind me. And I hear a siren and I'm thinking, oh, well, I mean, Shit. I guess that could be for me, but I don't, I don't know. I don't feel like that was that bad of a thing, but you know, you broke the, naturally, wow. naturally I'm going to justify my own actions. So I see that and I was like, well, crap, I don't know if that's for me, but I got a little nervous that it might be. Yeah, everybody always does on the street. If there's a, if cop lights go up when you're in a road and you can see those lights, that you automatically yeah. think, ooh. Even I if you're innocent, up. you're like, oh my gosh, what I do? It, did I steal this car? <laughs> <laughs> I pay payments. Exactly. So I, I go to, so like I said, I was a little nervous. So I go to pull into um, McDonald's. And as I do that, because I was a little distracted and slightly nervous, yes, I go to pull in McDonald's, but I turned a little too soon. Oh, and no. because there was a cop behind me, I didn't no. I couldn't really like change my mistake. <laughs> did you at least use your blinker? I did use my blinker. Oh, thank God. Okay. <laughs> so I turned a little too soon and I enter the exit of the McDonald's. You fucking <laughs> retard. <laughs> what? Yep. 
Yep, it totally oh, happened. You are... Did you get taken to jail? Uh, because I think a double fuck up of that caliber, Cody, you're going to jail. Oh, and it's not even like a, oh, I did this twice within the same month or year. It was literally within two minutes <laughs> of each other. <laughs> it's like if you got pulled uh, over for... No, I'm not. I can't even there's, because there's nothing comparable. Stupidest all of those. No, it was uh, the stupidest thing I could have done. And as I did it, I'm like, "What is wrong with me? I'm a good driver. I don't do this crap. This is the stupidest thing I've ever done in my life." Cop rolls down his window and just, you know, hey, uh, (laughs) hey, son, uh, you might be still drunk. That I'm not even going to ask you to get out of your car. Just stay sitting right there. We're just going to talk through the windows. Hey, uh, are you fucked up right now? Well, and just that's and that's what. Um, oh, and just kind of to to backstory here. Not that I want to take too long, but earlier that year, um, it, um, actually, I think it was before the end of the year. So yes. because, like I said, I live in a college town, so there was still college students, and it was nice weather out, and it was late, and it was a Thursday, 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 right? So yes. town was booming, wow. and for no particular reason, I got pulled over. Um, and the cop was like, hey, you have anything to drink tonight? And naturally, I was like, no, I'm just leaving work. Same same kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and, and he was like, OK. And I think he was just checking just because of the way this thing. Right. I didn't have to do any of that. It was just because town was so busy and it is a college town. I'm college age. You know, it was one of those just kind of checkups. Anyways. Yeah. I pull into the entrance of this or the exit of this McDonald's and I instantly pull right over into the parking lot. And the cop kind of waltzes up and I, I'm always nervous when I get pulled over, even like, Mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm always honest. If I did something wrong, if I was speeding, yeah, I was speeding. I'm sorry. Did you just scream out? I didn't do the drink driving. (laughs) Well, I was just kind of thinking, I I don't know what I was expecting. I was just expecting kind of a, Hey son, what's, what are you doing? Why, why are you going in the wrong exits and entrances? Hey you goofy son of a bitch. Yeah. Uh, you you left the in to and you came in the out to. Yeah. That's how those words work and we're sticking with it. <laughs> so he walks up and it, it was a he. So he walks up and it was a kind of a scary looking guy. Like he was pretty bulky. And I get mm. the flashlight right in the face, right? He's like, well, they uh, gotta blind you. Yeah. He's like, uh, uh, how's it going? I was like, oh, I'm mm-hmm. I'm doing OK. I just got off work. Uh, uh, how many drinks have you had tonight? And I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to jail. (laughs) (laughs) I've had at least six or seven. (laughs) Son, get out of the car. I didn't know that vitamin water was illegal. (laughs) You're that straight laced that you'd think even though that like like you don't do the alcohol that you would think that they wouldn't even be after you after alcohol. I could be like, how much fucking soy milk have you had today? (laughs) You know, son, did you have any uh, Mountain Dew while you were at work? Um, not all of it, <laughs> just a couple, two liters. Um, yeah. Oh, so geez. it was just because I don't drink, my, my mind didn't even go to that as like an option. And then once he said it, I was like, oh my gosh, this makes sense. I'm drunk. <laughs> so Son, how many have you had? <laughs> and that, and then that made me more nervous. So my voice was getting shaky and Oof. I was getting kind of, um, uh, stuttery. And I was just like, I think this is getting does worse. They want to. Everybody that stutters and they talk to the police is because like the regular vocabulary for the sen- like the sentence. No, I haven't had anything to drink, officer. Like at home, saying it like that's fine. But as soon as you <laughs> are in the conversation with an officer, 
Oh, most apologies, Mr. Sir Officer. Right. That's a negatory. I have not consumed any of the liquid beverages to this evening, <laughs> officer. That would be highly irresponsible. Right. And instead of just saying, nah, bro, I'm good. I haven't had anything to drink. You get all proper and shit. Oh, no, oh, Officer dude. Watt. <laughs> Pardon me. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, it actually, yeah, I... I I was stuttering bad enough. He actually asked me to say the alphabet um, to see if I could coherently do that. And I, to this day, I still don't know if I said it right because I was so nervous. A, B, C, D. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> just so, I'm so sweaty. <laughs> you ever get like those really itchy pit sweats when you get pulled over? It's oh, the yeah. scariest itch. Like yep. you're just, you're so scared that your pits are like, bro, scratch me, <laughs> help me. And you just like rub your skin raw scratching for no damn reason. Yep. Yep. Oh, I hate that. It's like when you got in trouble when you were a kid, like that tingle in your spine and the itchy pits. Yep. Oh, Christ. Yep. So uh, to wrap up the story, it was basically, he told me to say the alphabet. I said it super nervously, and then he got something over the radio, and he could obvi- I think he could tell that I was insanely nervous, um, yep. and I clearly just came. I mean, I still had my name tag on um, and my work shirt. <laughs> so, I mean, it was it was pretty obvious Solid I just came move. from work. Um, I mean, I guess anyone could. I mean, if you're drunk and you think enough to, to put your work shirt on and your name tag, I mean, I guess kudos to you, but... Yeah, you're not that drunk. Right. Um, so, yeah. And he got a apparently got another call and he's like, all right, we'll uh, be more responsible. And then he walked yeah, away. Didn't take my ID. Nothing. Just just left. And I was like, damn, um, you got off lucky. Yeah, I was. <laughs> I, well, after that, thing, I wasn't though. even hungry. Here's, I was. Just, I think I just went home. I don't even think I went through the drive through. <laughs> I think that a lot of cops don't realize that McDonald's or OK, any any non like government or like local state government whatever owned road whatever road that is not owned by them you do not have to follow any sort of street laws as far as your car parking lots that have stop signs at the fronts and you know at the both sides of the front of a, a store you don't have to stop at those right like though that's a private road that's a private parking lot like the, the those driving laws don't affect you there it's better if you do but like if it's an empty parking lot and you go buzzing through all those stop signs, you're not you can't get pulled over in that parking lot for running stop signs. Yeah, you, they just can't do that. But so, I mean, yeah, I guess I mean definitely better to stop than hit somebody, and then you can be in trouble. But right, that's the only <laughs> time where those laws will kind of the, the the court will kind of side on that. Not to get all kind of weird about this, but it just bothers me. Yeah, that no, cops I understand. Do this to people, like yeah. if you it, it, if you're gonna hurt somebody, yeah, follow the damn law. That is sort of applicable to the parking lot. Yeah. But driving in an exit and exiting from the entrance, if there are not like no other traffic, traffic cars or buses or whatever that you're impeding with that action, you're fine. You can't, they, no, you've done nothing wrong. You've not impeded traffic at all. And that's really the only thing you could do because it's a public driveway. Yeah. So suck a dick cops. <laughs> Fucking uh, dicks. Well, I took up, our whole story time with that story. I'm sorry. You know what? Mine will be quick, though, because okay. I don't want to talk about mine because it happened today and I'm still sore. Did you fall again? No. And I wish I would have. Uh, I mean, that would have been like the third in a row fall story. And I would I honestly Call don't know doctor. if I could feel bad for you anymore after that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So uh, those that listen know my job. If you don't maintenance guy. Um, and today I get a call at, at like three thirty. 
3.30, I get a call that there's a clogged toilet that needs to be unclogged. Oh, no. So I take my snake. I don't even bother plunging anymore. Just take the snake, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, I get to the apartment, and I start working on this bad boy. And I've, I've done all the work that I'm going to do and get everything fixed. And I'm trying to take the snake out, and it's, like, caught up on the pipe or caught up on the toilet somewhere, just, just gripping onto it, right? And I'm yanking and twisting and pulling and yanking and twisting and pulling. And at this point, I hadn't got the toilet to, to flush all the nastiness out. So there was still mostly just that. And it finally broke free. And when it did, it came gershing <gasps> out of the toilet, all of the dark matter. And it just covered my body. No. My face. It was in my hair. It was uh. on my shirt and my jacket. I, toilet er- I, I accidentally got toilet erupted upon. At work today, and I called. I called my boss, and I'm like, "Hey, so what eyewash do I put into to uh, avoid this? Like, you're smart. What do I do?" And she's like, "Regular saline is fine. Uh, go home. <laughs> you got pooped on. Go home." And I was like, "Thank you." <laughs> I had like it was almost an audible gag. Like the the homeowner, I guess, was was home, and I was just like. <laughs> And it was just a reaction. Like, I wasn't choking on anything, but I just like, ugh, gross. Just bothered me to all hell. Oh, man. So. Absolutely. That's disgusting. I'm so sorry. That's that's my quick story. Um, (laughs) Oh, man. But yeah, that happened to me. I'm still upset. I'm dirty, dirty. I took a shower like three times. I washed my face, combed my face, my my beard, rather. Took another shower. Ugh. Just, okay, Cody, on the article. I don't want to talk about my poop storming anymore. (laughs) Okay, well, I'll hop in then. Get it away. So I actually have a very recent article. It's from today, which kind of made me happy. Um, Delivering delivering that news, baby. Good, good reporter boy. Absolutely. Um, Okay, this is from... So I saw this article online, and then when I looked it up later, it was on like every major news site. Yeah, I think that almost might be a thing for all of our articles, really. Yeah, fair enough. Um... Yeah, so this one, the one I chose is from Time Magazine. Oh, okay. Yeah, moving up. BuzzFeed to Time, heck yes. Um, Okay, I will just hit you with the the, uh, title. Go for it. The mysterious case of Garfield phones washing up on the French beaches since the 80s has been solved. What? Yeah. Garfield, like the cat? Garfield, the orange cat from the... uh, yeah, the uh, Jim, what's his name? Yeah. Jim Davis. Jim Jim Davis cartoons. Yeah, Jim oh, Davis. Oh boy. Yeah, cool. You know more off the cu- cool. No, it's an article. I I didn't know that. Oh damn I, it. I would have guessed. I was gonna say Jim Henson, but that's like the Muppets. Again, no idea. Yeah. Anyways, okay. So I will. Uh, I'll give you a little bit, and then I just kind of want you to play with it and see what how you think it happened. Because I feel like there's an obvious answer to how this would happen, but let's just see what you say. So the first paragraph says, for 35 years, toy Garfield phones, and it says toy phones, but they're actually like real phones. Like they plug into the wall and everything. Um, Oh, wow. Why does I think cell phone? Anyway, continue. (laughs) No, no, we're going back to the 80s, baby. These are straight landlines, cord and all. Um, So, yeah, so for 35 years... These phones have inexplicably washed up onto the beaches along the coastal waters of Brittany, France. And now we finally know why. 
Um, I'm going to say that there was a shipment either being received or being exported from France. So if it was if it was leaving France, it would been, have been made there. If not, it was like a, a, a Chinese freighter bringing over electronics and, and such to France, maybe. And then it just became like a, a big damn deal. And everyone had to have a Garfield phone dial. Is it one of those little dialy ones? Or yeah, is it it's, it's a it's a legit landline phone like it's I mean, it's probably as big as as like long maybe as my a, MacBook here. Um, maybe there's a small war over from pirates and in and, and local Garfield aficionados that one of those phones in the boat just sunk and now yeah. they're just kind of surfacing. Yeah. And, and that's that's basically what happened. You know, there was a sh- there uh, apparently there was a storm back in the 80s just off the coast that was really bad and somehow one of the um, freighters or one of the boats lost a shipping container just full of these phones. Um, but yeah, it, it's just funny that it somehow, I mean, even after 30 years, they've been appearing. Um, but yeah, it, it explains why here in, in, in a sec. Um, there was a couple environmental activists that, wait, no, let me back up. Um, yeah, on Friday, five members of some French name... <laughs> And journalists from France Info visited the place where um, they these phones were coming from. Um, and apparently a farmer uh, discovered an old shipping container that was full of these phones in a cave somewhere along this coast. But this cave, uh, according to this article, is only accessible during low tide. So people have just been missing out on seeing this cave during low tide for like 40 years apparently i don't know i mean and if, if it's Jesus if the Christ. container moved or that's where it finally landed after 20 years or whatever i don't know but what's amazing i mean even to this year they've been discovering these phones on the beaches so he saw the shipping container so like during high tide it will wash a couple out at a time i yeah that's that's what i'm assuming happens jeepers um, okay. Wow, that's really interesting. Like that yeah. one is less funny to me and more just like puzzling. Right. It's like, it's pretty how interesting. How did a shipping container manage to find its way into a cave? Yeah. So I mean, that's it's pretty incredible. Um, actually, another fun fact in this. Um, oh, it says they even made Garfield the kid-friendly face of the mission to clean up the ocean pollution in the area. So can you imagine just like traveling to France and I have no idea where like what part of France Brittany is in but and just going there and seeing Garfield everywhere saying clean up the ocean. (laughs) Yeah I mean it would make no sense to people who didn't you know. Right you'd be like oh I guess they really love Garfield around here (laughs) until you go to the beach and you're like what the heck is going on. (laughs) Um, But yeah I looked it up and those phones from like the 80s go on eBay from like 25 to 75 dollars so they're kind of collectible I guess. I mean, um, kind of, yeah. Yeah, so cool stuff. Um, Interesting. I I loved your article. I'm going to be honest. Like, I uh, whether or not our, our listeners, listeners <laughs> do, I, I shared great joy. So my article is it's a little, um, how would I say, stupid? All right. We, we got to bring some balance to this episode, man. Okay. This article comes from, again, actually... 
Huffington Post. Oh, all right. And this article was posted today. So we both were current newsboys today. We are doing good, man. Proud of you. I'm proud of you, man. We're the best. I just said said man too much. I'm sorry. I apologize. It's all right, bruh. Don't worry (laughs) about it, homie. Anyway. (laughs) All right. So, Cody, uh, an Australian court ruled farting at someone may not be bullying. (laughs) (laughs) This is the most United States of America article, like, from Ann Arbor or, like, San Francisco that I've ever heard. Actually, farting on you is not bullying. What? Okay, so <laughs> so Cody, let's before I even get to this, tell me how, and you better you better get there. Tell me how you think that this came to be in the courtroom. I don't even. I can. Okay, so I'm. <laughs> I don't even know. Yes. How, Cody? And this is not even okay. This is not even like a playground dispute. At a school where some kid got farted on and he's like, hey, I just got farted on. Don't really appreciate that. Can you like take care of this issue? No, no. This is this is a court. Is Did it say did you say federal court or just a court? Uh, Just Australian court. Aust- OK, so Australian court. So but that's, mean, doesn't that sound like something some stupid ass American people would argue about? Like uh, hippie Americans? Re- <laughs> <laughs> well, technically, my son only farted on yours. So there's really no bullying going on here. Actually, my son doesn't flatulate. His body releases gases so that he doesn't explode. Farting is for poor people. <laughs> Fuck. That Come is... here, I'm gonna fart on you. You've bullied me. I, I guess the act of, like, forcibly sitting on someone and dropping a stink bubble could be considered it because you've then forced them into sitting under you. But, like, if if you look at someone, point your butt and go... That's not bullying. Oh, bro, your farts. Oh, it's offended me on an emotional level. I'm fucking hurt right now. I don't. What? Oh, yeah. I mean, if you're I mean, if you're forcing someone down just by using the like by forcibly moving someone so you can position yourself to fart on them, that's bullying. Like that's that would be bullying because you're yeah, you're, you're. Intentionally doing something like against someone else's will. Yes. But like if you're just there. Okay. I guess. So how loosely are they talking about this in the article? Like, is it just a matter of like, huh, this guy's not looking. Watch this. No, Cody. I want you. Fuck my article. I want you to give me a quick little story about whom and whom got into this altercation that ended up in court. I want you to generate me a, a, a little story. Well, I think you were definitely onto something. So when you were when you were like, my son doesn't flatulate. I think I can see it being like one of those parents I, 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 because it's bullying. I mean, not that only mm. kids get bullied. I'm just using kids in this example because that seems to where it's most prominent um, would be like school age children. Mm-hmm. So I, I can just imagine that parent, you know, some kid went home and, and said, mom, this kid farted beside me. It was so gross. And then that overprotective overly involved parent oh that sounds mean overly involved you know what i mean by that though no 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 yeah 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 they, for they, sure they That's... just march right up into that yeah. school talk to the principal and say this is unacceptable agreeable like absolutely but you're wrong and my initial thought was wrong as well because i kind of had the same thought cody let me go ahead and read to you this 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 article it says the victim said that his former supervisor 
you know, Cody, your supervisor at work is kind of the one that's in charge of you keeping your job. He uh he nicknamed his supervisor. <laughs> he nicknamed his supervisor Mr. Stinky. <laughs> Mr. Stinky Cody. This is all we're referring to this man as from now on. Oh, yeah, of Anyone course. who farts, Mr. Stinky. Anyway, Mr. Stinky, reports say, would fart around him five or six times a day. <laughs> Buddy, your boss isn't bullying you. He just fucking hates your guts and wants you to quit. <laughs> Mr. Stinky. <laughs> Mm, strike again <laughs> what I, oh man i've had i've had i've had a couple really bad bosses one one in particular like Ugh. one supervisor that I absolutely can't stand to this day still can't stand him and i have to say though if he were to do that i would i'd call him on it like after after like day two of him doing it yeah. to where it seemed intentional i'd be like okay man What's your deal? Go do that somewhere else because you're being a dick nah. right now. I wouldn't say it's you just need, bullying, but I don't. I What you need to do, Cody, if you were to ever have gotten in that situation, every time your boss came around, you just start farting too. Battle battle the air. Oh, yeah. But here's here's the part, Cody, where I would you win. said. Let's be real. Well, I mean, I think, I mean, if he's the <laughs> boss, I'm pretty sure he's been farted on so much that. Or he's farted on so many people, he doesn't even really realize the gravity of a fart anymore. It's just <laughs> part of his job. No, you got to save that boy. Marinate that. Let that little green puff out. But, Cody, so your little story you came up with where it was like, Oh, my son would never flatulate. That, right? Okay, and then you said that you thought that it was somebody farting on somebody and less of a farting in the direction of, and the kid got offended and called his mommy. Yeah. Yeah, so... <clears throat> <laughs> An Australian appeals court on Friday dismissed a bullying case brought by an engineer who accused his former supervisor of repeatedly breaking wind toward him. He wasn't being farted upon with butted butted cheek upon haired arm. (laughs) He was just farting nearby. The guy probably has like a stinky butt problem and you're thinking he's farting at you. You dick. And this dude's an engineer. Yeah. Oh, that geez. sounds, Can you imagine, that sounds like a work prank that just went too far. <laughs> Can you imagine, though, like if you were the boss and like, you had these new employees just coming and going all the time, you went over to one of your guys and just you're like, I'm going to just do a little trick rooney here. Let's see if. <laughs> and don't acknowledge it because he's new and he doesn't want to upset the boss. And then every day for a week. <laughs> Just destroy that little boy's nostrils. <laughs> that and is... then to get taken to court over it? <laughs> That's so American. That this would... is not an Australian article. That should have it should have been like a hazing case. <laughs> oh, they, were, they were hazing the new guy. <laughs> Literally oh, hazing. It was a haze. It was a haze in the air. <laughs> yeah, she oh oh you got a good oh good job for you. I'm proud. Oh man! Oh fuck! No, I would. Ooh, I would beat ass if some. <laughs> I would. I, I, <laughs> Got him. I quit. Uh, no, I'm done. 
So Cody, I think that <laughs> I think just always be cognizant now when you're in the store. Don't let out a little stinker because someone might take your ass to court. <laughs> well, see, and you know, this is I this case is absolutely ridiculous, but I mean, if the supervisor hasn't mastered the art of crop dusting, then he kind of deserves to be taken to court. Just saying. Touche. Just Get- saying. Dennis, listen in. Put your put your ears. Just hey, Get it together. <laughs> Do you not know that if you're going to fart at somebody, you need to pull your cheeks apart with both your hands? Let that bad boy whisper out. <laughs> and then just quickly walk right past the guy you hate. You don't have to go trump it off like, I fucking hate you. <laughs> just spread them and whisper. I just I just had this Oh, vision. there's the episode title. <laughs> spread them and whisper. There it is, baby. <laughs> I can just imagine the court scene where they're like, all rise. And then they're like, uh, everybody sit back down. What the fuck is that smell? (laughs) I was just thinking of the judge being like, Mr. Stinky, what do you have to do to defend yourself here? (laughs) And then he's nervous. So he keeps farting more. (laughs) Self-incriminating. Okay. Oh gosh. Shit. No pun intended. So, Ladies and gentlemen, this this has been just a, a good episode. Thank you so much for listening. I've been your wonderful, wonderful poopy-covered host, Dylan Austin. And I've been your slightly inebriated but not inebriated at all co-host, Cody Dubin. You gotta stay off that soy milk. <laughs> and this has been our super great podcast. There, I said it. Bye. Bye.